Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey y'all, I want to close out 2023 with a question for you to think about. We're gearing up for winter break over here and I'm going to be putting a pause on most aspects of my business. No podcasts, social media break, and no new consults until 2024. So this is just a little bit of housekeeping. If coaching together is something you have on your list of things to look into, I want to invite you to put it on my list instead. I'm opening up a wait list for January 2024. And I'll put the link in the show notes. So all you have to do is fill in your contact information and I will reach out to you when I'm ready to start scheduling again. Okay? If you're a current client, everything will proceed as usual for you. I'm still going to do client calls and I'll still be active on Substack too. So if you're subscribed to the Lifeline or Blackbird Chronicles, I'll probably be sending out an email or two along the way over the break. Okay. Anyway, with that out of the way, I want to close out the year with a question for you. Something for you to think about. This is especially pertinent if you were sent to your room a lot as a child or you've been immersed in timeout culture as a parent. And the question is this, when your child is upset and pushing you away or attacking you or running away from you, what if what they, and probably you, think they need isn't what they actually need? In other words, many parents believe that their kids need space to calm down. Many kids show us that they need space to calm down or that they think they do. What if this is a pattern built on a false belief system? What if what they actually need is for us to follow them and engage in our own self-regulating practice nearby? What if we are misinterpreting the need for a pause as the need for space or alone time? I think back on certain moments in my own childhood, times when I was sent to my room because I'd done something that made somebody mad, and if I'm totally honest with you, I was not regulating in there, y'all. I was stewing. I was writing in my journal about how unfair it was. And even though that kind of helped me calm down, it wasn't the most effective solution. I was still pretty pissy when I came out of my room. (laughs) I wasn't over it, whatever it was. And when I think about those moments... 
and how they could have looked different, I consider what if they had just gotten mad? I probably would have removed myself anyway. I don't really like to be around people who are mad at me. So if it had gone that way, that would have created the space for my parent to take a few breaths, then come find me and move through the discomfort with me. If they had even known that was a possibility, right? And I can tell you, I would have appreciated that. At a basic level, it would have removed the sense of injustice that I felt. That feeling of, this is not fair, right? So I really want you to consider that as a possibility. The possibility that you could stay with them instead of simply sending them away. Even if you're not sending them away as a punishment, you're sending them away to calm down, to regulate on their own, and then reintegrate into the family, right? But here's the thing to think about. When you stay with them instead of sending them away, it does more than just remove that sense of injustice that they might feel. It gives them a chance to learn how to regulate themselves better by co-regulating with you. See, our brains are incredible. When we're with other people, our brains actually tune into what's happening in their brains, in their bodies. We have specialized neurons called mirror neurons, and this is their job. This is what they do. <laughs> so. If you go to your child and all you do is sit nearby and focus on your breathing, they will start to match your breathing and your heart rate without even realizing it, thanks to their mirror neurons. The mirror neurons do the work for them. And I know that's not the most sophisticated explanation, I know, but the point is. Sometimes our own experiences color our perception of what our kids need. Sometimes their actions reinforce the beliefs we have built based on our experiences. And sometimes we're wrong. Now, if this is you, there's no need to feel bad about it. This is honestly most parents. We've grown up in a cool-off culture where if you're upset, you have to go away, get your shit together, and come back, right? My challenge to you as we close out the year is just to try changing your approach. Sometimes you'll find it's too hard. You're too mad, or they are, and that's okay even if you only manage it a fifth of the time, they will still benefit from it. And if you can't get there, try sharing your calm with them in other moments. If they get frustrated with art or video games, try sitting with them. Don't try to talk them out of their frustration when it arises, just validate and work on regulating yourself. Okay, 
I hope you have a good break. I will talk to you in 2024.